April. Chapter 1. Lynn Cove. Senator Arlen Stowe's motto was, If it's not a jet, it's not an airplane. Deathly afraid of heights, the chair of the Senate Finance Committee knew just enough about flying to lack faith in turboprop commuter planes destined to encounter thunderstorms, thermal drafts, and clear air turbulence. Even on commercial jetliners, he sat on the aisle, or preferably in the center section, just to avoid any possibility of looking down. Speed, however, was another issue. The senator loved to drive fast, especially on curvy roads where he could fantasize about being a famous race driver. Stowe's family, on the other hand, would rather have taken flight in a battle-damaged World War II bomber than ride across the street with Arlen at the wheel. This worked out well for everyone when it came time to make the annual pilgrimage from Stowe's home in Virginia to the family farm near Asheville, North Carolina, for his mother's birthday. His wife and kids flew on ahead, and the senator followed later by car. The only practical route was the Blue Ridge Mountain Highway, a road not conducive to those in a hurry. The maximum posted speed limit along its entire twisting, curving, 470-mile length was 45 miles per hour. However, car and weather permitting, in some places a driver like Stowe, who was so inclined, could go a lot faster. As was his custom, Stowe spent the early evening with his mistress and started his drive around nine. This gave him a chance to race through the really curvy stretches of the highway by slicing over into oncoming lanes in the safety of darkness, where the glow of oncoming headlights gave him plenty of time to ease off the throttle and get back into his own lane. The crown jewel of the Blue Ridge Mountain Highway was the Lynn Cove Viaduct a span that seemed to hang in space on concrete pillars as it curved in and out around Grandfather Mountain. Driving over it had been described as feeling like a soaring flight around the edge of the world, the operative word being feeling. Like many people with a fear of heights, Stowe wasn't bothered as long as he didn't have to look down. And as he expertly lined up his approach into the viaduct's first curve, he certainly didn't intend to do any real soaring. His instructor at the high-performance driving school in Phoenix would have been proud, as Stowe's muscular imported luxury sedan cut the apex of the first curve perfectly and came out flat, glued to the road, holding a perfect line. Attacking the apex of the second curve, the car dipped across the center line into the oncoming lane, which should have been empty. But it wasn't. The senator hadn't counted on a vehicle coming the opposite direction without lights, especially not a beefy six-wheel Chevy Cheyenne pickup with a massive steel off-road front bumper. After two dozen practice runs with the truck's lights on, the man at the wheel had the truck in exactly the right spot at exactly the right time. Small sensors behind the front bumper picked up the first glimmer from Stowe's headlights, and triggered an electrical relay that activated the truck's four regular headlights, four quartz iode off-road running lamps on the bumper, and four large halogen lamps on the roll bar behind the cab. Instantly blinded by over a thousand candle power, Stowe instinctively yanked the wheel to the right. 
the car slammed into the guardrail head-on. Its crush package worked perfectly, absorbing energy exactly as it was designed to do. But the combination of speed, weight, and angle of impact was irresistible, and the guardrails failed. The viaduct was built with a double-height guardrail for a reason. Its graceful curves and the picturesque beauty of the setting belied the fact that its support pillars rose sixty-five feet, and below them the mountain fell off at a very steep angle. If a car went off the viaduct, its occupants could forget about being saved by seat belts and airbags. Even if the car landed upright, the impact would be such that the best their family could hope for was maybe an open casket at the funeral.